0: Welcome, everyone, to a special holiday edition of Flip It Curiously. I am Tony of Flip It Downside Up, and joining me, as always, is my co-host and good friend. Hey, you guys! I'm Brennan, Curious Picker. All right, and today we're going to do things much differently. We're doing this in the middle of the day on uh, December. What are we on? 23rd today. December 23rd. Yep. 23rd. Middle of the day. Brennan's on lunch break from work. I assume. That is correct. <laughs> He's still eating his food, um, but we decided a long time ago, uh, several weeks ago, that we were going to do this, and just based on schedules and, and such, it did not work out that we could record a full podcast for this. So, so today, we're going to bring something a little different. Um, this will be technically uh, podcast episode number 21. Nice. Um, we are not going to sip it curiously today. Um, I've got coffee. I don't know what Brennan's got. He might have beer, but... Uh, Oh,
1: I'm working. So I've got water.
0: He's got water. <laughs> yes, he's working. I am doing none of that. <sighs> uh, so uh, today we know that many people um, celebrate many different types of things this time of year, different holidays. Um, Brennan and I both, uh, we celebrate, uh, was it Krampus? No, I'm just kidding. We both celebrate uh, Christmas. So we're going to talk about that today, but in you know, just to let people know, I think it'll be entertaining regardless, and it doesn't mean uh, that we think any differently about um, uh, what you celebrate, and that we aren't thinking about wishing you all happy holidays ourselves. So, um, we're going to get started with some, 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 just some different things. In our main topic, what we're going to talk about <laughs> during this part today? Am I? Did I press record? Yeah. Okay. Yes,
1: we are <laughs> recording
0: i remember the lady yeah um we're going to talk about christmas movies or holiday movies and uh, there's going to be a little debate here i already know this oh yeah, yeah. I, I can already sense, debate since this <laughs> so i think what we'll do we're going to kind of count down our top three christmas movies or holiday movies we're also going to talk a little bit about movies we might think are like what's your least favorite? Like. And then maybe one that you think is underrated if you've got one, and maybe one you think is overrated if you think you've got one of those too. So um, I think what we'll do is we'll start, we'll do a countdown. We'll start at number three and we'll talk about those, our movies there. And then we'll add in one of these, like, uh, let's throw in, you know, most underrated or something in the middle of our list here and we'll kind of go. So so we're going to start with our number three uh, holiday or Christmas. We're, we're going to say Christmas movie, right?
1: Say Christmas, Christmas, we're movies, say Christmas,
0: yes, Christmas movie. Because uh, I could have done many holidays, I guess. <laughs> Christmas yeah. movie. So number three, Brennan, I'm going to go ahead and start with you. What would you say is the drum roll, please? What is the number three movie on your Christmas movie list?
1: Man, we need some fanfare for this. Uh, was well, thinking about
0: doing like like some of the radio shows I listen to on Cleveland radio? They'll do like number three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Number three on my list. Uh, so, number three on my list. We're not edit this one either. So, no, no, this is going to be a
0: good one to edit, though, and like put some fun into, but we're just going to get it out there today if we can. So,
1: it'd be great if they had like a little soundboard right. built into Zoom. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. That would be Anything.
1: Fantastic. Yeah. Zoom, get on that. Um, so, number three on my list. Uh, very very near and dear to my heart uh, is Die Hard (laughs) and I know there's you know every year there's questions about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie and I guess that depends on what your definition of a Christmas movie is and we can certainly talk about that Uh, but Die Hard classic 1988 film Bruce Willis at his finest Uh, funny, funny story he actually was not who they initially wanted uh for for that role um because he was pretty much a a romantic comedy type guy uh before Mm. before that movie uh but that movie is fantastic it has all the elements you need for christmas as well as all the elements you need for a great action movie uh it kind of to me kind of sets the stage for a lot of the action movies that we have now um, yes, yeah, so that is number three on my list, and I'm ready to debate uh, if, if, it's, uh, if it's required already. It can be,
0: uh, i Stephen A. I am going to agree with you that this is a great movie. I had never watched this movie. Really? And uh, I did some recon last night because I knew I wanted <laughs> to debate this movie. I watched <laughs> die hard last night on imdb tv which i think it's also on peacock there's a couple different places you can stream one of the things i don't like is we're getting to the point where around christmas time certain movies like uh certain movies get pulled from the streaming services so you have to buy them and that that bugs me a lot but i was glad to find that i didn't have to pay to watch die hard um (laughs) i've seen die hard with a vengeance that was probably the only one i saw
1: Number three was Samuel. Yeah. I like that one. Yes, a lot I've too. seen that
0: one. Um, Not
1: a Christmas movie, but I do yeah. like that one.
0: So, uh, also, I'm going to disagree with you that this is a Christmas movie and here's 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 my thoughts, right? The first probably 15-20 minutes, I'm like, okay. I'm convinced this is a Christmas movie. It was, clearly the setting is a Christmas party, right? Um, there's Christmas music. Um, and then Things start to happen, you know, like the plot starts to mm-hmm. thicken and, mm-hmm. you know, you've got these you've got old, old Hans um, <laughs> Hans Gruber, Hans Gruber, which I did not realize is Snape. Right. Yeah. Yep. I looked that up later. I was like, why do I like I know, I this know that who is this yeah. guy? I think he was also in the Sweeney Todd. Um, I think he was also in the Sweeney Todd with Johnny Depp. I think he was the like the main villain in that as Well, well other than Sweeney Todd, I think he was in that. Um, haven't seen that one that's alan rickman isn't it yep okay so here's where that's when things started to change for me <laughs> so i kept watching and i was really enjoying the movie and the more you watch the more there's two themes that i get so the one of the things at the beginning i i liked is as these as as hans gruber and his guys are are starting to infiltrate this building right it's mm-hmm. like I'll call it Tamagotchi (laughs) tower, whatever (laughs) they called it. Um, You know, as they're infiltrating, if you listen to the music, I got, I have two music degrees, so I'm listening to the music, and you hear, um, I don't know if it's let it snow, but you hear this trumpet fanfare as they're walking in. And it's like, it's like put, I think it's in the minor key, which makes it evil. But it's like an mm-hmm. evil either walking in a winter wonderland or something like as a fanfare as they're coming in. I was like, OK, that's cool. If they continue that throughout the movie, I will be more convinced that this could be a, a Christmas movie. And then as I'm watching, they started bringing in uh, the Ode to Joy theme, which mm-hmm. is uh, was a, it's a German song. And then yep. Beethoven put it in. It was written in the 1700s. Beethoven wrote it into the Ninth Symphony uh, in like 1820s, or, I can't remember if 1824, 1854. I looked that up last night too. However, Ode to Joy has zero anything to do with Christmas. It never has and it never will other than that movie. And Ode to Joy is primarily the song you hear them humming throughout the show, And then also um, there's parts during the movie where it's in the background. And that bugged me because Ode to Joy is not a Christmas tune. Had they done it where there was more of a Christmas tune throughout there that was kept going. So here's the deal. Here's where my second, here's my second point. There are stretches of at least 30 minutes in that movie where Christmas is not one bit. They don't say anything about Christmas. You don't see any Christmas decor. It's just it's just action and it's, and it was cool. It was a great movie. I really liked it, but that's when I was like this, to me, it's not a, just because the setting is Christmas, Mm -hmm. like the timeline is Christmas, uh, doesn't mean to me that it's a Christmas film Um, because the premise had nothing to do. Like they weren't, like they weren't coming to steal stuff for Christmas. They were going to steal (laughs) stuff to get rich. And the whole point was something completely, Away from the setting itself, um, that could have been done on an Easter film as well. <laughs> it, it could have been. So that it was that's my only joking argument, right? <laughs> Are those two things that I kind of would? But it was fantastic I was really impressed with it, and it was about two a.m. when I finished. That's a long ass. Oh,
1: it is a long movie.
0: I didn't know that. I, like I thought, oh, action film is not going be too. It was long. Okay.
1: It's a long one. It is it definitely was really a long
0: good. one. Really uh, good. I found myself cheering. um um, Carl Carl Winslow. Um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> too funny that he was a cop in that and in uh, Family Matters. But uh, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. Anyways, that's that's my take on Die Hard. But it was awesome. I, I really did enjoy it. And Hans Gruber. I see why they put him on a list of like.
1: Oh yeah, he was he is fantastic in that.
0: Like one of the, I think they put him one of top fifty villains or something in movie history or something. Um, but it was really well done. I thought it was a great movie. Um, I think that's a good choice for your list, even though I wanted to debate it. <laughs>
1: okay. Oh, I, I appreciate you giving it giving it a chance, watching mm-hmm. it through. Yeah. Um, I, watched I will minute. say that if you look at the, the soundtrack, you, you've got Christmas in Hollis. Okay. You've got Let It Snow. Yep. You've got Winter Wonderland. So yep. you've got a fair amount of Christmas songs on okay. on the soundtrack. And Ooh. also just all throughout the movie, there are so many little pieces of Christmas, right? Like when he kills the first the first guy now I've got a machine gun ho 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 okay yeah. it doesn't get any more Christmas than that <laughs>
0: I mean come on <laughs> ho 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 yes. it, 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 there were like I said there were points where all of a sudden there were pieces but you could watch that movie after the first 30 minutes until almost the end and be like oh I didn't realize this was setting Christmas time
1: <laughs> oh I I Maybe, maybe because even when they introduce Carl, he's singing "Let It Snow," right? Like, I mean, right? I mean,
0: also a holiday song that is a uh, that's is a what they call a secular piece. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right. I think <laughs> we beat this one up. But I, I, I got I got you on that. I uh, I understand. Um, we actually watched it with
1: uh, Whitney and John, so yeah. Whitney had never seen it.
0: You guys before. watched it the day after the Browns game. Did you guys yep. end up doing that? Okay.
1: Yep. She had never seen it before, and she she is on Die Hard Team Christmas. She she yeah. said is absolutely a Christmas movie, and she actually enjoyed it as well. Yeah, but hey, she, as long as you like the movie, that's all that really matters.
0: So okay, let's get. <laughs> that's one of those movies that I think will probably always be on a debate of whether it is a Christmas movie or not. Um, oh yeah. So agreed. All right. I'll go on to my number three. Number three. Um, number three for me, I probably had up at least another peg or another peg last year and then I watched it for the first time in a few years and I was like, hmm, not as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> and that is Christmas Vacation. Um, Ooh. Ooh. I was really disappointed. I sat there and waited to laugh for a long time in parts of that movie and I'm like, what I swear this is hilarious. Why am I not laughing? Uh, I don't know if it's not for me, if it's not aging well, um, if the TikTok era is ruining me um, because mm-hmm. I can get a laugh immediately from TikTok or whatever. Or, um, mm-hmm. But it's a, it is a great movie. I'm going to put it on number three. Uh, one of the things I realize as I'm listening or I'm, as I'm looking through like lists of Christmas movies is I don't have a lot of Christmas movie traditions in my family. We didn't really watch a lot of Christmas movies. We watched a lot of Christmas television specials like the Claymation, or if you want to call them Claymation, like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, Frosty Mm -hmm. the Snowman, um, like cartoon. We did the uh, Peanuts Christmas, uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas, stuff like that. So number – anyways, number three is um, Christmas Vacation. Um, I don't think that there's a better – monologue in a comedy film then at the very end when he he just i was gonna read the thing because i and i kind of forgot about that but just he just goes on and on and he's like just blowing blowing a gasket a gasket and at the very end um of his of his uh spiel (laughs) hold on i'm gonna everybody it's so good i'm gonna read part of it let me let me grab it real quick um but no it wasn't as funny as i thought it was it, it, it as i remembered as you it remember being, yeah and that kind of bummed me out because i was we were watching it with christy's dad and he was like we finished and he's like oh i expected that expected that to be funnier and i was like <laughs> yeah me too like what 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 the heck happened Interesting.
1: Um, it has gone it uh, looks like it's a 67 on rotten tomatoes which I, I would have thought it would have been higher personally, but yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's not aging well for some,
0: for he some says, people. Hey, if any of you are looking for a last minute gift ideas for me, I have one. I'd like Frank Shirley, my boss right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on <laughs> melody lane with all the other rich people. And I want him brought right here with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty-lipped, worms-headed, sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? That
1: was excellently did- <laughs> Excellent. Expertly done. <laughs>
0: oh my god so i mean there are parts that are hilarious um you know the grandma like packs the cat in a box or something oh, yeah. and then it like gets electrocuted there's a uh, todd and was that his name
1: todd and margo
0: todd and margo next door and there's just there's there are some there's parts of it that are just hilarious it's like like you had the shirt on the other night that said like or the other day this, <laughs> you came to that private pic, You're like, it said that, you know, shitter's full.
1: Oh yeah. Yep. Merry Christmas, shitter's full.
0: <laughs> yeah. So there are, you know, there are parts that are hilarious, but parts of it didn't age well for me. I was just like, oh, I just, I expected laughs the whole time. And I kind of just sat there like, I remember this being funnier. So maybe I need to take, give it another chance. Maybe tonight I'll watch it. And uh, if I can find it for free and not have to buy it again, I think I right. rented it last year. Um, so, yeah, that's my number three, Chevy Chase. Um, what's the lady's name? Uh, uh,
1: Beverly, D'Angelo. Beverly
0: D'Angelo. And uh, Rusty is Leonard from yeah. Big Bang Theory. Yep. Or... And then the girl is, she was in a bunch of movies.
1: Yeah, um, Juliet Lewis. She was in yes. uh, Natural Born Killers, mm-hmm. uh, Dusk Till Dawn, I'm sure tons of. <laughs> Tons and tons of other ones, but those are two that kind of jumped out to me right away. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's good stuff. I, I like I like that movie. I like the the original vacation as well. Mm-hmm. Um
0: see, that, that I that think is a little funnier. Um, yeah. But this is a good movie. This is one of my favorite movies. Um, yeah, for Christmas yes. time. I think it's I think it's it's one that I I enjoy. So that's my number three. Um, let's go, let's see. Let's go on to how about most you have one for most underrated. Did you grab, do you find something?
1: I do have one that I, I think is, is very underrated. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially when I talk to some people in my family, <laughs> um, I'm going to go with polar express. Um, I think that is, I think that's a great movie. Um, now my oldest son, Miles, he loves that. I think that's really the only Christmas movie that he likes. Um, and I mean, we've, We've watched it ever since he was a kid. Pretty much every year, um, I think it's a really cool movie. I think it's really cool the way it's done. The animation uh, is, is pretty pretty awesome. I mean, Tom Hanks is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a. I think it's a cool story um, done in a pretty fun way. But I feel like a lot of people don't like that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could be wrong, but I, I'm going to say Polar Express would be my my underrated underrated Christmas film
0: so yeah polar express was um it came out in 2004 and if you think about 2004 um toy story was the very first uh pixar film in 1995. Mm -hmm. so you're talking about nine years after sort of that technology started and polar express came out with this different technology where they almost it was it was. One of the things, if you watch Pixar's development, one of the things they have always struggled with is the, is the development of the human form. They've never made it look realistic until probably more recently, but it was always a little funky. You watch the first Incredibles, which I think is 2004, and you watch them walk and stuff. And it's just, even though they're, they're cartoons, it's not, they couldn't get that to as smoothly as some other stuff. And Polar Express is actually my most underrated film as well. And the reason being is because there are a lot of people who don't like it. When you talk about Christmas, the kids talk about Polar Express, but you very rarely hear an adult talk about Polar Express. And there's something about how they took the look of that book and turned it into a film and made it look almost exactly the same as the book itself um, that I grew up on. Um, Tom Hanks did did numerous uh, voices and characters throughout that that movie Um, there's just something about that idea of believe and and just the movie itself I thought the same thing and that's I actually had it on possibly one of my top three and I was like it's not in my top three but I think it's pretty underrated like it's not something I think about the kids do but I don't think about watching Polar Express unless somebody else says it. And I'm like, oh, and I watch it. I'm like, this is really well done for for the the time in which it was done. And it was not a Pixar film, which was the leading, you know, animation studio at the time. You know, we started to get DreamWorks and stuff. And I don't know who did, I don't know who so did it either. Many... Um, some people think it's a creepy movie. I I <sighs> don't I think people are just Like, this is the age we live in. People are ridiculous.
1: I think it's creepy just because of the, uh, just like the the images.
0: (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I guess so. Castle Rock Entertainment. Castle Rock. And if I'm not mistaken, isn't Robert Zemeckis Back to the Future? He is. Directed, but yeah, it was yep. uh, directed by the guy that did Back to the Future as well. So yeah, well Polar stress, most Cassidy. underrated for both of us. All right. That's,
1: that's crazy. We agree.
0: Yeah, yeah we agree <laughs> on something. All right, let's go on. Number two. Brennan, what is your number two Christmas movie of all time in your house for you?
1: <laughs> number two. Uh, we watch this every year as well, usually multiple times. Um, <clears throat> and that would be Home Alone. I am a huge fan of Home Alone. Um, I don't think I saw the first one in the theater. I know I saw the second one in the theater when mm-hmm. it came out. Um, but that is just it's just a classic Christmas movie. I mean it, it has everything you could possibly need in a Christmas film. Obviously the setting is Christmas. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of the action as well. Yep. So it's not you know just a, it's not a you know a sappy romantic comedy type type christmas movie you've got the kids running around um you've got joe pesci not cursing which is just uh a christmas miracle um (laughs) and it's in itself um (laughs) it's just it's i've i've seen that movie at least three times a year for the past 30 years probably or something along those lines and I, i Still has not gotten old to me. Like that, that's one that we, we watched it earlier this year, and we were trying to find something else to watch. Um, at we were trying to find something to watch at Whitney and John's at one point, and someone was like, Yeah, hey, let's watch Home Alone. We're like, Well, we just watched it, but sure, let's watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those movies that for me continues to hold up um, throughout the years, and I think it always will. It just yeah, feels I like it's one of those that's always going to hold up. What I will say is interesting about it. Going back and like when you listen to how they, how Kevin talks to his mom in the beginning, and like how they talk to him, it's like, oh, that's man, that's uh, yeah. It's like kids almost- don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like yeah. So I was watching it with the boys, and I'm like, don't ever say what he just said right, <laughs> right to his mom. It's like yeah. it's a PG movie, but it's it's got some of those elements from i guess just the just the way parenting was back then maybe i i I don't know but i I found that very interesting
0: right okay all right number two yeah number two number two (laughs) my number two christmas movie of all time i'm gonna go with uh elf i'm going with elf on this one because it's hilarious i can laugh through almost the entire thing will ferrell who i don't necessarily like as an actor i think he's one of those guys like jim carrey that overact and i can't mm. i can't handle it most of the time however this one the character calls for it and um it's it's clearly a holiday or christmas movie
1: no yeah no no clearly question.
0: christmas there's no there's no question about it um I think, is it uh, Zoe? Is that her name? Zoe? De, uh,
1: yeah, Zoe De Chanel.
0: She's in that. She does a fantastic job in that. Um, Ed Asner, uh, who was uh, Mr. Oh, he was in the Mary Tyler Moore show. He was like her boss in that. And he is Santa in this movie. Um, you've got uh, Bob Newhart, who is uh, Papa Elf, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I just... Cottonhead and, cotton, cotton-headed cotton-headed muggins <laughs> like there's just there's lines in it you know he's like um buddy the elf what's your favorite color you know <laughs> uh you know i just it's just it's really funny it's clearly a christmas movie and to me there's not much more how uh, there's, there's not a city that is more associated with christmas in my opinion than new york city i would
1: and, uh, i would agree
0: and so um yeah, I'm going elf on that one. And uh, I might have to watch that again in the next day here.
1: <laughs> yes, so, that that was not on my list, but very, very close to being to being on there. Yeah. Um, I yes, I love that movie. Actually we have a uh, we have a cardboard cutout of of elf.
0: <laughs> it's it downstairs in the uh, Huh? Is it in your basement? Yeah. I think I've seen it in videos before. Is it just in the basement somewhere? Yeah, it was behind the bar. It probably wasn't
1: like one of my first videos. Yeah. Actually, yeah. just sitting back there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that I that is that's one of our favorites. I actually haven't watched that yet this year. I think we started watching it.
0: We just watched it. Uh, I think we watched it last last week or two weeks ago. We watched it Good two movie. weeks ago. Yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, I I that's a great, great, great movie. Great call. Um, I was trying to think. So you you mentioned so. You mentioned not liking Will Ferrell and Jim Carrey.
0: hmm I used to. Um, they just went overboard.
1: Went overboard. Yeah. So Jim Carrey. He. I mean, he is. He's quite the character. I, I will. He is I in will,
0: real life. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'll definitely give you that. He is. There's been some things he's done there that he has just been fantastic. Um, that Andy Kaufman movie, yeah. uh, Man on the Moon. That mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. That was pretty incredible. I don't know if you ever saw that. There's a documentary I think they did on Netflix about that. It's called like, did you, did you watch that?
0: It was, was it Andy and me or something? Yeah.
1: It was so weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He got real weird. Very similar to how Heath Ledger got really weird with uh, getting into the Joker character. Mm -hmm. Um, They like almost started to live the character and they couldn't get it out of their heads. Uh, Yeah. uh, But I I imagine that's tough too. I lost Jim Carrey. Like, okay, when he first started, it was in living color, and he was over yeah. the top. He was Fire Marshal Bill, and <laughs> he was ridiculous. Um, did I sell something? Because it's nope. Is Sold it? nothing. Sold nothing today. One thing yesterday. Two things the day before. It's been real slow. <laughs> oh man. Um,
1: okay, in a little bit. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, so. Uh, what was i jim carrey i lost so it was that and then it was like the mask and the ace ventures which were great yeah
1: those were then awesome.
0: for me i lost he lost me at the grinch i was like i can't handle it's ridiculous i think it's very poorly done i think it's over the top um i i was like stopped and then he did like eternal sunshine, sunshine, sunshine. that's good yeah that was good is it 23 is that another one he did where he It's a he gets obsessed with the number something like that yeah Uh, that's really good the one you mentioned uh
1: man Man on on the moon yep
0: and then it's interesting because he disappeared for a couple years
1: yeah i haven't heard from him in a while actually
0: the last movie he did he came back after several years and did that sonic the hedgehog movie he played
1: he played the bad
0: guy uh, yeah which again it called for him to be ridiculous um and then there, I mean, there are some Will Ferrell. Like, I love Step Brothers. I think that's hilarious. Um, I like old school. Old school. You're my boy, yeah, Lou. It's that's, funny. Yeah. I used to do that to Luca. Like, You're my boy, <laughs> blue, and he would cry. <laughs> so I stopped doing that. Um, I don't know why I even did that, but I, I did. So, anyways, <laughs> yes. Did you have any um, other uh, points to me saying I didn't why <laughs> I didn't like Will Ferrell and?
1: No no, but you you uh you mentioned the Grinch
0: mm-hmm. and
1: actually segues very nicely into my least favorite Christmas movie, okay, which i I, I thought this was going to be controversial, um, so it's not going to be controversial between us. It may be controversial <laughs> uh, for the people that are listening, but yeah I, I the Grinch we watch it every year,
0: yeah,
1: and generally about halfway in and i'm i'm ready for it to be over with um yeah it's not that it's a bad story the story is, is the story is great yeah it just for whatever reason that movie just does not do it for me like i the jim I, carrey I, version yeah just i i just don't it, it's i just don't like it i don't know why I, I just i really don't like it i know a lot of people love it
0: oh, i can't I said, we, it.
1: we watch it every year the kids love it yeah i I would be perfectly fine without without watching that movie that's my least favorite
0: yeah i uh, can i can uh i could i could see that for sure um now if you haven't seen the new the one that came out about three years ago i highly recommend that that one is fantastically done um that's like a pix, not Pixar, but like maybe a DreamWorks or something. It was yeah, a cartoon Harry. version, right? Yeah, it's very well done. But that Jim Carrey, like I could just see him like look at the camera and do like the fire marshal bill. <laughs> <laughs> thing, like, stop. Like I, I was I, I can't even turn the thing on because of him in that movie. And uh, wow. so I could I could see that. Um, I would not disagree with that being one of my least favorites. Uh, I'm going to go. A different route that would be controversial this will be controversial with our uh, uh, with our female listeners all okay. four or five of you whoever's out there is <laughs> I cannot stand Hallmark Christmas movies and oh, I am so tired of somebody who won't listen to me record she's not here <laughs> so she can't hear me record it and she won't <laughs> listen to my podcast so I'm so sick of being like, oh, would you watch a Hallmark movie with me? I'm like, oh, my God, please stop. They're so poorly done. If I wanted to watch Full House, I'd watch Full House because those are the only people they cast in those movies. Um, I cannot stand the Hallmark movies. and I know it's like a big thing with certain people. I I can't I can't do it.
1: (laughs) I don't think I've. I couldn't tell you a Hallmark Christmas movie. I don't think that I've I don't know their names, music. but yeah. it's like
0: murder at the Christmas cookie party. And like, <laughs> who knows? I don't know, know that they know the name. My mom watches them. My dad watches them because my mom watches them. I, I can't do it. And uh, I actually flipped. I started thinking about this and my most overrated one that I'll talk about was is also, or was on my le- least favorite till I thought about this. I'm like, Oh, this takes the cake i cannot stand hallmark christmas movies just in general just i mean
1: the no. murder at the christmas cookie party sounds pretty interesting well
0: they have a series called like Mur- garage sale murders or something i'm like that garage. sounds like a great youtube series it does i would watch that yeah i think maybe yeah. i don't know maybe i would maybe i would not so anyways yeah my least favorite is 100 those hallmark movies i can't even deal with i can't deal with it so anyways well do you should we go with our number one or our most overrated before we do our number one
1: um oh yeah most overrated
0: because i've i've clearly got one that people love and i just
1: i don't think i have a most overrated unless the Grinch qualifies for
0: also overrated yeah all right, I'll just go ahead and do my most overrated. Uh, people love this movie, especially people up in northern Ohio, because it was filmed partially there. Uh, I cannot stand, and I think The Christmas Story is an incredibly mm-hmm. overrated film. Um, it is like a cult classic up here. And here's the reason I really don't like it. My Uncle Ed, who that's, I'll just say it's Uncle Ed. That's his mm-hmm. name. Uncle Ed. Not always the nicest guy. Sometimes he's great. This guy, it was always had drinks at Christmas. And as soon as they walked in the house, whether it was our house, their house, grandma's house, that 24-7 marathon of the Christmas story had to be on the television. Or he'd throw a fit. And I hate that movie. I... There's nothing about it I like at all. I think it's weird. I don't understand what's funny about it. It Just maybe because it was the er- their era from like the 50s or whatever, 60s. If that's maybe, I I don't know. But that is by far my most overrated movie. I can't, I know it's, you know, that house is still up there in Cleveland. Um, <clears throat> Cle- I think it's in Cleveland Heights. Uh, yep. And um, the lamp thing, I don't get that you know if you look at it now you're clearly they were you know they're cracking up at the the guys who are at the chinese restaurants <laughs> like i mean you look at it now and you're like oh god this oh, is no. like this is like a pc nightmare um so for oh, shoot me dry out kid yeah and i hated that and then that guy the redheaded kid oh god i
1: just oh yeah
0: just and then they punch you bleeding and stuff like i don't understand that movie like at all the bunny outfit uh the soap <laughs> in the mouth the, uh I, the, the things making noise downstairs the dogs running through like what is even happening <laughs> in this movie? i don't know it is the most overrated and outside of hallmark my least favorite least favorite Christmas movie i i have grown to hate that movie because it was like forced upon us for so many years so
1: that's a great call. I, I, I think I I would second that as the most overrated. And when you think of you know, to to be overrated, right, means it it's got to be it's got to be high on someone's list, and it has to be always around. And that twenty four hour thing, I think, is just ridiculous. Like there's there's no reason that any movie needs to be played twenty four hours a day. I'm sorry. See uh, that one. Find find something else to put on your right. your station. Like I mean, that's just that's just ridiculous. So they need to get over themselves with the uh, the twenty four hour Christmas Story marathon. That that's for sure. Um, I used to like that movie as a kid, and I I still don't know exactly why I liked it. I think I the one scene that I enjoyed was the kid getting pushed down the slide by Santa. See, I and, don't like that, and I don't know why yeah. I liked that at the time um i think i would watch it just to see that just to see that scene oh oh, oh. yeah for whatever reason i really (laughs) really like that
0: freaked me Um, out as a kid man
1: but we haven't i think we watched that it's been a few years since we've watched that we've we've all decided yeah this one does not does not need to be a part of our our Uh -uh. christmas our holiday season. So I, no, I'm with you hundred yeah. percent on that. One.
0: And there will be plenty of people who listen to this and be like, Oh, I love that movie. And I get it. Like, if you look at this, okay, we are clearly, we're very similar in age. And if you look at our film, our movies, it's like eighties, nineties, 2000s, right there. <laughs> like the one so far. Um, and, <laughs> and this one, just even though I think it was probably in the eighties, it was, I think it, was. In the 50s, it was set in the like, 50s I yeah i can't i i just still can't i can't do it i did i don't think it's funny uh I, it's it's just cre- most of it's just creepy to me um yeah i can't put my arms down now that's funny the kid can't he's got the, the the suit on to go out to go to school and he can't put his arms down and that's kind of funny and then the kid puts his tongue on the on the the pole the pole basketball pole at school and then the fire people all oh, that like, stuff like it just drove me nuts so that's by that's my overrated and uh i'm with you feel free to debate that those of you that are listening because uh you know that's why we do this and any lists that are done are made to create conversation yep. and uh we're actually you know i think we're we're kind of getting into this where we I think it'd be nice to do this every once in a while. While we're doing kind of some listings and and things like this, where people are, uh, you know, people can kind of interact with us a little bit more with the yeah. pod. So, for sure, you know, we'll see how twenty twenty two goes. But we've got some new ideas, some different things we'd like to do. And uh, speaking of that, we will lead right into then our number one. <laughs> number number one.
1: one. So my number one movie was actually your number three movie, Tony. Kind of stole some of my thunder there. My number one movie is Christmas Vacation. Uh still one of my just absolute favorites. Um I haven't I actually haven't watched it yet this year, mm-hmm. which is very, very unlike me. Um but we'll probably get to that today and or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um every every we watch it every single year. Um I laugh every single year. Uh, but I I I don't think of it as I don't think of it as a hilarious Christmas movie. It it's just an it's just an enjoyable Christmas movie yeah. to me. I I like I like the story. I like the characters. Um, there are there are enough laughs in it for me. But I've I've never I've never looked at it as like the funniest movie that I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, it's 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 very quotable. I have lots of uh, wearable merch from from that uh, movie. <laughs> you do. Um and oh, what is I going to say? Um I lost my train of thought.
0: So right we all do.
1: Happens all the time. <laughs> um yeah, it's just it to me it's one of those that I I think this one will always hold up at least for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am I am surprised to see the Rotten tomato score as low as it is, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, I, I I figured it would have been, I figured this would have been higher. So I, I'm definitely curious as to what others, you know, what others think about this one. Um, I know we were talking about this with with Whitney and John. Whitney is not a fan. Mm. <laughs> she she uh, does, does not like this movie at all, but myself, my wife, we love it. Watch it every year and looking forward to watching it Yet again, so number one,
0: Christmas you know, I've, vacation. I've passed this thing up for pretty cheap at the thrift store a couple times recently, and I wish I would have gotten it because I want to watch it. And it looks like I got to rent it for four bucks. What buy it in HD for ten? I don't have HBO Max, so that's one you can watch it on. Is it on HBO Max? It is on HBO Max.
1: I can shoot you our login if you want to watch it without paying for it. Um, great. <laughs> All right, everyone on the pod, uh, make sure you, you get your pen out.
0: Christmas vacation too, as well. I didn't know that. Really, I did not know that. Um, what uh, before I get to my number one, have you ever seen Scrooged with Bill Murray? I don't think I have seen Scrooge. I don't think I have either, but I think that's a, I, I think that's a Christmas movie.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that it would be.
0: Oh yeah, because Scrooge yes, yeah. Um, another one that I did put down. So just like kind of looking through some of these, the list of things um, because I'm not a big fan of, it's a wonderful life. It's not bad. It's just not something I'm going to pick to watch miracle on 34th street. They're classic movies, but they're things I don't really, uh, I don't really watch Um, Christmas Carol, I will say Muppets Christmas Carol is a pretty well done. um, If you've never seen that, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, I've never seen
1: the Miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life.
0: I've seen, I have actually watched It's a Wonderful Life. And it's, I watched it last, I think it was last Christmas. Christy's dad made, made us watch it. It was a good movie, um, but I would never say that that's like something I need to watch every Christmas or anything. Gotcha. Um,
1: um, so, Yeah bringing it back real quick to yeah. to the to the reselling side of things yeah um, just for everyone out there as we're talking you know favorite maybe Christmas vacation favorite Christmas maybe Christmas mm-hmm. vacation uh, department 56 Christmas vacation things are crazy if you can mm-hmm. find if you can find some of them mm-hmm. um, most notably uh, the Todd and, and Margot's house uh, if you if you can find Todd and Margot's house somewhere first let me know because that would be fantastic <laughs> um, and sell it to me for really cheap but uh, those are going for like new they're selling for3500 3500 dollars
0: crazy like, so 3, it was clearly 2, it would really it was probably a big piece that was also not um, probably fairly rare to to find
1: yeah yeah this looks like it came out in uh, 2014 yeah from what I can tell and yeah they are I mean really religiously even used 2800 2899 mm-hmm. like so if you ever find one of those uh make sure you pick it up if you've got one hanging around you don't want pass you know it. where to find me
0: yeah and and it, i've done well on hallmark had a series of ornaments too um you know i sold one of those it's just clark it plays hallelujah and he's just plugging the lights in it lights up it's just a hallmark ornament from probably about the same time, 2014, 2015. And I sold that for 50 bucks. I mean, it's just, I mean, there's, it, it has its own cult following um, like yeah. many other Christmas movies. Um, so, yeah. So that's something to look out for. And I'll go to my number one, my number one movie, number one, number <laughs> one. my number one movie is uh, two movies. Um, and it was your number two movie maybe. And I'm going home alone. Um there is nothing better like that's something i i strongly remember from childhood as being just it, it's hilarious um very clearly set at christmas time um i don't remember which one where he's in new york in the hotel is that two that's two yep so that one is clearly a very christmas movie yep. um, Boston, New York. the other one um i think they're in chicago aren't they isn't that where they live in the first mm-hmm. one yep um but uh i've got to go i got to go with the home alone movies i think they're funny um you know i i don't know what to say other than it's a classic movie that you know macaulay Calkin, as much of a whatever he's become <laughs> in life um will always be associated with ah you know home alone mm-hmm. there's, there's no other way to put that um i gotta go home alone the christmas you know and that idea that just like if you think about this movie especially when you're a kid and even now what would it be like if you did get separated from your family on christmas and you didn't well well, what do you mean you know clearly now we have cell phones and stuff but you know get rid of all the technology that now exists and think about if you did get separated from your family or you just couldn't be with them similar as kind of what we went through last year uh, a lot of people in 2020 you know we didn't get to get together with our family uh, because of the pandemic yep but um yeah i just like you said joe pesci not swearing is a christmas miracle um, i mean that's
1: just amazing that they were able to oh my god to pull that
0: and off daniel stern who is um i think is hilarious and city slickers as well um he, just the two of them as we're the wet bandits they're perfect what are you talking about you know and you know i just i'll never forget like he smiles and it like bling it, like uh his uh tooth uh like glistens in the uh uh i don't know it's it's early in the movie but they and they even go back to that like oh that's this guy is not this guy is not a real cop yeah <laughs> uh, and um now the things he says and the the brutality and what he does to those guys like that's crazy, um, right? It, it's, yeah, it's bandits with the wet bandits. For the, uh, but um, yeah, Home Alone one and two, uh, and we actually just watched. There's a new one on Disney Plus um, that I thought was actually pretty good. Um, but another kid Home Sweet Home Alone?
1: I think so. Or- that's like the newest
0: newest one Yep, it just came out i think this this christmas and uh i think it's pretty good Um, good? i haven't watched that one yet yeah i think it's pretty good it's just another one of those where you're like oh this kid deserves everything he's getting right here because he's he's an asshole (laughs) (laughs) that's right kid right right (laughs) look what you did you little jerk like i never (laughs) forget that line when kevin spills the pepsi and they're like oh yeah you know he's he's gonna pee the bed and send him upstairs like although he's saying things he shouldn't man they sure are not paying any attention to that kid at all yeah uh, like he's like i wanted this kind of pizza well you're not getting that it's like oh my god like
1: yeah, they were they were you know, definitely definitely mean to him. For sure like that that is uh, that that cannot be disputed right um yeah it's just it's it's funny that um what was i thinking uh there's a commercial with the mom Um and she's looking for kevin hart like in a in a store like yes, it was just kevin. yeah it was just like that it was just perfect yeah. that they like put that together um, so it's one of those things that i think is always going to be mm-hmm. just a part of uh a part of everyone's kind of fabric when it comes to movies and right. Christmas. There's um there's a podcast on Netflix, the movies that made us. Yeah. Um, and they, they did this one.
0: Yep. The Back to is the very, Future one is really good.
1: I haven't watched that one yet. I that, need one to watch that one was very
0: well done. Um,
1: My wife does not like Back to the Future. so.
0: See, I love Back to the Future is good. Ghostbusters. I think they've yep. done that on the movies that made us. Um, and then... I think I need to watch the Home Alone one. But uh like Home Alone one, you know, you've got um I don't remember her name now, but she is uh Moira in uh yeah. Shit which yeah. is I-
1: hilarious.
0: Yes, yep. hilarious show. Um she does really well and she kind of revitalized her career there. And John Candy's in the first one too. Like, yeah. I love that's a guy that you know, there are a lot of guys that died young, um younger yeah. that I you know that we we lost probably in the 90s and even 2000s and for me there's nobody I would have liked to see develop as a comedic actor even more even though he wasn't that young with John Candy I just Uncle Buck is one of my favorite Uncle Buck love it go downtown and have a rat gnaw that (laughs) face that's me Uncle Buck Ward Russell um (laughs) I just I I flee Nat do I see a connection here? I think <laughs> I do. <laughs> I love it when he's
1: making the pancakes, yeah. like the the huge pancakes yeah. with the. And that was Macaulay Culkin's first role, it I was. think, too.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh my God, they're cooking my garbage. He's cooking the garbage. Uh, <laughs> funny, funny story. Christy, this goes to Home Alone. Christy, uh, Went my, my wife went to law school at Case Western Reserve in Cleveland, Ohio. Her law oh. professor was a child actor. His name is Charlie Corsmo. Charlie Corsmo was in Hook. He was the little boy in Hook, and he was oh, wow. also the little boy in Dick Tracy. Charlie Corsmo at the time was a very popular choice um, for leading roles for, for young, uh, you know, young male parts, mm-hmm. and he uh, would talk about it in their classes all the time. He's now a law professor. He's a oh, lawyer wow. in tort law, if I'm not mistaken, which Christy <laughs> said is about the most boring thing there is. He Oops. hates Macaulay Culkin because <sighs> Macaulay Culkin beat him out for the home alone role. Oh my gosh. So th- that's another interesting twist that uh, that wow. you know, my wife's law professor was a was a child actor and was in a lot of a lot of things back in the real early nineties. He was also in uh, is it can't hardly wait. Uh, really he's that, the kid that dances and he's like dancing and singing. Uh, let me see. Is that who's in there? Is that Julius Stiles uh, can't
1: Can't Hardly hard. Wait. I think that's uh, no um, Jennifer Love Hewitt.
0: That's not it. Uh no that is that is it, yeah. That's it. That's that movie. Um, there's a scene where he's, it's one of the last Oh, William Lichter from that movie. That's
1: That's, hilarious.
0: Yeah. That's Charlie Korsmo. He's, he's the law professor now at, at Case Western Reserve in Cleveland.
1: That is amazing. Yeah.
0: So that's a little story to add on there that, you know, uh, in my favorite Christmas movies, uh, it would have been a lot different seeing him. Yeah. Uh, now he did really well in the two movies that I remember him for Dick Tracy and hook, but I can't see him. Like, I think they got it right with Macaulay Calkin with home alone. I, I can't see him. He didn't have the comedic chops and timing the same way that Macaulay Calkin did like, and it started with uncle buck and yeah. Uh, some of those other movies at the time.
1: Yeah, I would have been very surprised to see. Him. I mean, I guess right now it's, I mean, pretty much impossible to to Sorry, picture right, someone else playing right. playing him. But yeah, I, I would agree. He would, yeah, that that they made they made the right call. I think so. But okay. hey, c- congrats to Charlie being a lawyer. Right? I mean, right? you know, that's
0: yeah, doing stuff. torts. That's fantastic. I'm sure he's doing well.
1: <laughs> whatever torts are, uh, torts, tarts, whatever.
0: Actor. Let's see. Is, it, is there anywhere that says who, they, who turned down Die Hard? Here we go. Every actor who almost played John McClane. Oh, interesting. That? Everything we know about Die Hard 6, is it happening? What? Where's McClane? Here we go. Um,
1: so while you're looking that up, a tort yeah. is yeah. an act yeah. <laughs> or a mission that gives rise to injury or harm to another and amounts to a civil wrong for which courts impose liability sounds very very interesting
0: okay here listen to this the origins of diehard can be traced back to the publication of the novel the detective in 1966 two okay. years later in 1968 the book was adapted into a movie starring frank sinatra Years later, 20th Century Fox began preparations to produce a film adaptation of the book's sequel, Nothing Lasts Forever, and were contractually obligated to offer the lead role to the then (laughs) 70-year-old Sinatra. Unsurprisingly, Sinatra turned the role down and Fox retooled the script into an original movie called Die Hard. Uh, As originally written, the character of John McClane was more of a traditional 80s action hero. So naturally, one of the first actors courted for the role was Arnold Schwarzenegger. But as with Sinatra, Schwarzenegger turned down the role. The next actor to refuse the role was Mel Gibson, who almost immediately afterward accepted the part of Martin Riggs in Lethal Weapon. Uh, that was soon followed by a refusal of an of the 80s another of the 80s biggest action superstars sly stallone um uh, after this the producers of Die Hard began to scramble in a desperate search for the perfect lead with so many refusals under their belts and production moving forward they needed the perfect mclean and they needed him fast (laughs) they went through a lengthy list of potential actors um whether or not any of these actors were offered the role is unclear the list included Harrison Ford, Clint Eastwood, and Burt Reynolds. Before the script was stripped of its darker elements, actors like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino were also considered. Even Kurt Russell was seen as a strong option. However, Die Hard's uh, director eventually found his perfect everyman in the form of Bruce Willis. Despite the controversy surrounding his casting, the decision would go down as one of the best in action movie history. I would
1: have to agree. I would think out of everyone you mentioned, maybe Kurt Russell. Yeah, I could see being being good for that role, but everyone else, yeah, now they 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 got it right. I'm glad those other people turned it down, especially mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra. That would have been terrible.
0: Right? Do you have <laughs> do you have a favorite uh, Kurt Kurt Russell uh, role?
1: Uh, you know, I don't really know that. Mini curls movies, but the one of my favorites was Big Trouble in Little China. Okay. Um, and I, honestly, I don't know that I could. I'm trying to think of another movie of his. He just he looks he looks perfect for for Die Hard. I, I feel like he could have played could have yeah. played that role.
0: I think his perfect role uh, was Wyatt Earp in Tombstone.
1: Never seen that. I'm not a huge Western. fan.
0: Oh, I'm not either. But that movie is fantastic. I love that movie um, between he and uh, Kurt Russell and um, Val Kilmer was Doc holiday. And there is almost no better adapt or uh, portrayal of a character as Val Kilmer as doc holiday. It's so well done. I don't know if you'd like the movie, but for me, I don't like Westerns at all. And I love that movie. So well, it's well done.
1: Have to check that out then.
0: Yeah. So, Anyways, anything else to, uh, to say to our, our loyal listeners here before the end of the new year, before the end of 2021?
1: Yeah. Just, uh, thank you guys for, for joining us for this, this first year. Um, so I guess I can put this episode down as the last episode for season one. That's yep. <laughs> I'm yep. putting it into anchor. Let's um, do it. So yeah, thank you all for, for hanging out with us this year. And, uh, we hope to see you all again, uh, in 2022. Mm-hmm. and uh we would love to get some feedback on this episode yeah. uh, i think i well yeah I'll, I'll have a there should be a way that you can interact with us on spotify That's if on. you're listening if you're listening there where and you can it be, uh, interact we did with a us question there.
0: last time that nobody answered but there is a way somehow and i'm not sure i don't know that i've ever seen how to interact that way but they're they put a question up um or we put a question up with it so um, yep. Yeah. Feel free to interact with us. You know, we've got, we've got some ideas for how we want to try to do some things, excuse me, in season two in 2022. Um, Be sure to join us. uh, The first episode of this next year, we're going to do, we're going to do a countdown of our best sales of the year, and we are going to have a very special guest with us again. Um, So, be sure to join us on episode 22, which will be the first of 2022, which will be a wrap up, a recap of 2021 for us as resellers. Um, but we wish each and every one of you a very uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever it is you celebrate. We wish you the absolute best. And here is to uh, some good beer and um, and good times, good episodes, good reselling in 2022. Oh, yeah. And remember, until next time, flip it. Curiously. Curiously. That's the name of the podcast. We got to have nice. remember it somehow. Got so. to. All right, guys. Peace. Thank you all.